God's house this morning. I don't know. Uh, I, I love the holiday season. You know, most of all, I love it because we we do focus on uh, giving thanks and focusing on the birth of Jesus Christ. And you know, but honestly, hey, I like to eat too. Uh, I like to be around my family that I don't get to see a lot of times during the year. And you know, I hope that you've uh, had a blessing this uh, holiday season so far, and I hope that you have more. I hope that you continue to uh, get to enjoy. See, I done forgot to turn the lights off. And blinding folks, but uh, I hope that uh, you have had a good holiday season. If you haven't, I want you to know God's still on the throne. Uh, he's on the throne, uh, and He's been on the throne uh, for quite some time. Uh, he's ascended uh, to bear intercessor for us, and I'm glad of that today. If you have your Bibles, uh, we'll be in the book of John, uh, the book of John chapter 15. book of John chapter 15 uh, starting with verse 11 and if you would when you get to John 15 11 if you would please stand to pay reverence to the reading of the Word of God John chapter 15 verse 11 it says these things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for allowing us to come together here this morning. I pray, Lord, that you would uh, use the Scripture that have impressed upon our hearts this week in our studies. Lord, I pray uh, that you would use it in a mighty way. Lord, hide us behind the cross, being a sinful man with sinful lips. Lord, I pray uh, that you'll help us, that you'll guide us, that you continue to watch over this church. Lord, I pray that you'll give us uh, our desires in our church. Lord, that we'll see... Uh, those that are sick, healed. Those that are uh, falling away, draw closer to you, Lord. I pray during this holiday season that we truly remember the reason of it, Lord, and that's the uh, birth of your Son, Jesus Christ. Lord, just continue to watch over us. Uh, we thank you for our home in heaven. We thank you for the wonderful works that you do in each one of our lives, and just continue, uh, Lord, to help us and guide us. In Jesus' name I ask this morning, amen. amen. Uh, you can be uh, seated this morning. Now in John uh, chapter 15, uh, is a, a chapter that a lot of you, if, if you study the Bible much and you see what it talks about in John chapter 15, uh, a lot of you know or have heard the I Ams of Jesus Christ. And I really like to look at the I Ams. Uh, we're not going to really look at one this morning, but uh, in chapter 15, it starts off with one of the I Ams of Jesus Christ. He says, uh, I am the vine. I am the true vine. And he goes through uh, the beginning of the chapter uh, talking about the uh, who he is and if any Anybody uh, does what he uh, tells them to do, uh, that vine continues to grow. And if they don't do what he says to do, that vine uh, withers away and it's, it's good for nothing. It's cast into a fire and burned. Uh, he talks about the strength that you'll find if you follow him. He talks about the blessings that you'll see if you follow what he says to do. If you become a part of the vine and being grafted on uh, uh, to the vine, so to speak, with the Gentiles, hey, we had to be grafted on. We had to be adopted. Uh, Adopted into the bloodline uh, uh, to be accepted by Jesus Christ. I'm glad that he did that today. <coughs> but in chapter 15, 
It gives the I am of Jesus. It gives the I am the vine. And it gets down to uh, verse uh, 9 through 11 here. And it says, and, and the Father hath loved me, so I have loved you. Continue ye in my love. If you keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments, and abide in his love. And then in verse 11 that we read, it says, These things have I spoken unto you. I am the vine. I am the true vine. I am follow me and things like that. I love you. Uh, it says, I have spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. Now, I'd like to pose and think a little bit. Now, we talked a couple of weeks ago about who is Jesus. He's prophecy fulfilled. Uh, last Sunday was who is Jesus. He is life. And we want to take a little bit of time this morning to think about who is Jesus according to this verse. Now, I know beyond the shadow of a doubt that everybody here this morning wants to be happy. You, you want to be happy. It's, it's, there's nothing wrong with being happy. Uh, you know, it just depends on how that uh, pursuit of being happy looks to you. And now every one of us has probably a little bit different idea of what it takes to make us happy. And now uh, so many things uh, the world defines as something that makes you happy. It may be wealth. Uh, it may be possessions. Uh, it may even be getting your way. Uh, uh, things make you happy in your life. Now, I'll tell you right off the bat, I like to be happy. I, I like a full belly. I, I like sitting in the recliner and watching a ball game. I, I like perfect 65 degrees, 70 degree weather outside with a, with a cool, gentle breeze. I, I like those things. I enjoy being outdoors. I also enjoy like being indoors. Hey, we, we've perfected it over years for a reason. So I, I enjoy air conditioning in the summer and I, I like heat in the winter time. I, I enjoy being happy. I enjoy watching my football team win. I enjoy my kids having smiling faces and running around having fun. We, we have different things that make us happy. But in John, oh, excuse me, Matthew 6, 19, it says, lay up for yourselves, do not, lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. Our happiness if your happiness is based on something of the world, you will lose that happiness often. Do y'all realize that? If your happiness is focused uh, on something in your own life in this world, that happiness will come and it will go. It will come and it will go. Each one of us has dealt with probably uh, uh, being happy, uh, uh, being sad, uh, uh, being sad for long amounts of time, and being happy for long amounts of time. I guarantee we have that emotional roller coaster in our lives uh, where we find happiness uh, through certain things. Uh, now, uh, something easy to understand is buying a car. Uh, buying a new car or a nicer car, I I'll tell you, uh, I've only bought nicer cars two times in my life and I hope uh, I don't do it very often because I don't like making payments uh, and the bank owning my car but I, I remember when I was young I bought a, a pretty new truck and, and I remember the joy that uh, the happiness that I had with that truck it had that new truck smell and, and, and it had good tires on it uh, hey the lights didn't light up all over the dash with warnings like it does now I, I've had it for years uh, and I hope to have it for quite a few more years if it doesn't tear up but uh, we remember that joy 
joy. Well, this, this is a great vehicle. It'll get me around. But if, if the happiness uh, derives from buying a truck or a car and then you pull up to the red light, uh, you look over next to you and the car nice to you is nicer than you have, so many times we lose our happiness. We say, well, they've got something nicer. We're so easily misguided by looking around and seeing what other people have. The world teaches you that you have to have possessions, you have to have wealth, you have to have the nicest home, nicest car. Uh, we've heard the phrase, keeping up with the Joneses. Uh, we try to keep up with everybody. We build a big house, uh, and then the neighbor builds a bigger house, uh, and suddenly our house isn't good enough. We have to add on. We see families thrive. We see people get jobs. You get a promotion at work, uh, and then the person that works down the hall gets a bigger promotion. You were happy for a while, but that happy came from what? Worldliness. When happiness comes from the things around us, the joy of God lasts for an eternity. Do you realize that? We, we have happiness that we get uh, uh, upon certain things, but the joy of God lasts forever where happiness does not. We have to understand the difference as a church, as a people, as a world. We have a world today that is after the pursuit of happiness. It is so sad that we see so many people like that. They think that happiness comes from a new vehicle, a new car, a new home, an in-ground pool. And I, Hey, Lord, help me. I'm not down at any of those things. I love driving newer stuff. I bought my wife that car in February, and I love to drive it. When she's home and she's not going anywhere, guess what I'm driving? <laughs> I'm driving it because it gives me some happiness. Hey, this thing don't have lights lighting up all over. Hey, I don't have to worry about this breaking down, hopefully, when I go places. But those happiness feelings, that little bit of happiness you get from the world, that car gets a flat tire one morning, my happiness is gone. Lights start going off, the thing starts smoking, which is inevitable if you drive something long enough. It just lasts so long. But I'm glad that the joy of God is eternal. God's joy that He gives us, Matthew 6, 19, don't lay up for yourselves treasures upon earth where it can be destroyed. I'll paraphrase it. Thieves came through and break and steal. In the next verse in chapter 20, it says, Lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where it cannot be stolen, where it cannot waste away. I'm glad that the treasures that we get from worshiping and following God, the blessings that we get, uh, they give us joy unspeakable and it's completely eternal. I'll always be able to look back on the day that I received salvation and I accepted the Lord and I remember that day. I'll remember it no matter what. Now, I, I may get something wrong with my mind one day and forget those things, but I hold on to the blessings that His joy is eternal. In James chapter 1, 2 through 3, it says, My brethren, count it all joy that you fall into divers temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Now, I'm glad that the joy of God is eternal, but I'm also glad that the joy of God will be with you through hard times. Boy, you know, I'm so glad to realize that that joy of God is within me. As I was reading this this week, I, I started thinking about all the joy 
and that I have in my heart, that when I'm facing all difficult circumstances, it's still there. And no matter how bad things get, no matter how much of uh, things may get stolen from me or bad things happen or, or bad prognosis at the doctor, you know, it doesn't really matter. I still have joy. We lose happiness when we experience difficulties. Y'all realize that? We lose that happy factor. That happy factor of the new car, the happy factor of a new home, the happy factor of different things. We lose those things. When times get tough. Now, I'll tell you, just like I said, if that car tears up on the way home, I'm going to be madder than an old wet mama hen. I'm going to be mad. I'm still paying on this thing. It's not even mine. But it gives me a little bit of happiness while it's going. That car does not give me joy. Little things in your life will not give you joy. A new boat that I think will give me a little bit of happiness, I think it will one day, but it won't give me joy. Because the first time it tears up on the lake, it's not going to be, I'm not going to be happy. Joy does not come from anything that we can find in this world. Joy comes from God. It does not come from things that we can buy. You know, happiness is lost when we have failed relationships, when we have sicknesses, when there's death, when we have a demotion at work. We lose happiness because of those things. We lose the, the smile on our face because of those things. Those things cause us to be unhappy. Think about how many times you've been unhappy this month. Hey, we'll narrow it down. How many times have you been unhappy this morning? Okay? I wasn't happy. And when I trimmed my beard and I got out of the shower later, I found a big patch I missed. I said, man, I can't believe I did that. And I had to fix it. And that's just little things that cause us to be unhappy. But so many things cause us to be having little pity parties and having why, 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 Lord, and having all this unhappiness. Uh, you know, uh, in Philippians chapter 4, verse 4, it says this. And I really want you to think about Philippians 4, 4. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Church, rejoice in the Lord always. He is worthy to be praised. Rejoice! We Christians today, if you've been saved today, and I'm, I'm ruling out the ones that are lost because you don't realize the blessings that you got in your life quite right now, uh, but really with God's joy, you should always be ready to rejoice. Right. I stubbed my toe on the door. Praise the Lord. Can you imagine always being joyful? We should be. Zach, that sounds like a crazy person. Well, I'm glad. We talked about it this morning. Sometimes it takes crazy on, to follow Jesus Christ doesn't sound normal to people for you to always be praising His name. I've seen, uh, you've seen people had their children murdered. And you know, I, I've seen, I, I don't know how I would do it. I don't know what I would do. I, I think I would do the worst. But you've seen those mamas go to those people that's murdered their little old babies and go to them and forgive them and smile about it. And I look at that and there's no way that's happiness from the world. And seeing somebody smile and hugging somebody that murdered your little baby, your little child, that has to be joy. That has to be Christ. There's no other way people can find joy in the midst of all this horribleness than being through Jesus. There's no other way we can give forgiveness and truly have a smile on our face than through Jesus. I know I've been wronged and I've wronged people. Okay? And you have too. 
But I'm glad that when I look back at it, I find joy that it had to happen the way that it happened. There was no other way. I can't back up and I can't change time. I don't know how I would handle something like that, but I'm glad it's joy that's in that situation. Even during hardships and failures, we may lose happiness, but God's joy is always there. Yes, sir. What does it say in the verse that we started off with? These things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. Praise the Lord today that Jesus' joy the creator of the universe, okay? The one that created the angels and created all the birds of the, of, the, of the sky and all the fish of the sea and all the beasts of the fields. His joy, His magnificence, His, his light, He's given it to us. Yes, the joy He's given to us is eternal and perfect and it will be with us through thick and thin. No matter what you're going through, church, I don't care what it is. We could list out all the different problems that we all go through and the different sicknesses that we're going through in our families. I want you to know something. Joy from God is eternal, and it'll be with you through everything. In Romans chapter 5, verse 8, part of the Roman road to salvation, it says, But God commendeth His love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners... Christ died for us. And I, I have read that verse so many times. And I still get shock and awe when I read that verse. I do. I, I still say, why? Why did He do that? I am a bad person. I, there is none good. The Bible tells us there is none good. I think of all the bad things that I've done, the bad things that I've said, uh, the things that I still continue to slip up on and do wrong. But it says here that while we were yet sinners, you know, when He was going to the cross, those people that took Him, He died for those people too. You know, those people that rolled the stone and covered Him up in a tomb, He died for those people too. He dies for the murderers. He dies for the rapists. Uh, he dies for the liars and the thieves. Uh, and people don't like to hear that. But He died for all. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Man, I can't believe that He died for me. I can't believe that. There's nobody in this world I don't believe that would die for me. I don't believe I would find... I don't think anybody here... If there was a road coming by and there was a car speeding, I don't think you would push me out of the way and get in the way of the car, okay? A lot of us wouldn't. We have to understand that love that Jesus has for us. The joy of God is freely given. Amen. Do y'all realize that? The joy of God, that's, that's something that you hold within yourself and is eternal and will be with you through thick and thin. It'll be with you no matter what. He gave it to us freely. It cannot be earned. It cannot be purchased. You ain't got enough money to buy the joy that God can give you. You ain't got enough stuff to buy up what Jesus died for. You haven't earned enough in your lifetime to ever amount to purchasing any of the blood that's shed on Calvary. We can't do it. There's nothing that we can do. There's nothing we can trade for. God's joy came down as a man. I want you all to realize this. God's joy came down as a man. 
walked among us, and was put upon a cross and died for us. That's what God's joy did. Yes, sir. His joy came so we could have it. Amen. His joy walked among us so that we could understand it. There's absolutely nothing wrong with stuff in this world and having things. There's nothing wrong with happiness. There's nothing wrong with those things. I'm glad that God's joy, according to Romans 5, 8, is unconditional. I'm glad that it's, it was given to us freely. I'm glad that joy from Jesus Christ is a blessing, and I'm glad that it lasts forever, that it's with us through thick and thin, but I'm also glad it's unconditional. Amen. There ain't nothing you can do that Jesus will say, forget it. I'm not going to give you joy. Ain't that good? You know, so many people go through their lives, and I've talked to enough people in my life that thinks they've done enough wrong that Jesus will not forgive them. They think that they have went too far. They even look at their immediate lifestyle and what they're doing right now, this week, and they can count exactly what they did and say, that Lord will never forgive me for that. I'm glad the Bible tells us otherwise. The Bible says that He died for all and His love is unconditional. He loves us. We will never experience or find some, you'll never find anything that will give you happiness that lasts forever. Did y'all realize that? I've tried. My wife ain't here. I'll pick at her in a minute. When I was 15 years old, we started dating. I thought she'd give me happiness for forever. <laughs> How many of y'all was young and dumb enough to think, yeah, when I met this girl, I met this boy, they just, they give me happiness. That's wrong. Somebody really can't give you, they may give you temporary happiness like we're talking about with the world. But there's been times I've been angry at her. There's been times she's been angry at me. There's been times we ain't talked for a whole day. Unless we said, good night. <laughs> I'm sleeping on the couch. I don't want to hear nothing from you. We understand happiness. So many of us don't understand joy. We understand the feeling of getting extra money on a paycheck. We understand the buying of the new car, or the new home, or the new boat. We understand those things. But what we don't understand is joy. That unconditional, perfect joy. There's nothing wrong with being happy. Let me reiterate that. There is nothing wrong with you going and buying a new car. There's nothing wrong with you stocking up investments or saving your money or, or, or doing whatever. But I want you to know that happiness does not equal joy. Happiness is not joy. Okay, church? Today we have to have joy within our hearts that passes everything that we do in this life. It's a deep, down, burning, good feeling. I feel good. Now, I may wake up in the mornings and have aches and pains. Uh, I, I may be told certain things at work or, or, or be mad at my wife for a day. And that don't happen very often. Don't think we just uh, fight like cats and dogs. But that joy doesn't come from my wife. Joy doesn't come from my kids. Joy doesn't come from this church. My joy comes from Jesus. Our joy that you have, if you should have it, if you've got that joy, it's from God. Yes, sir. It's from His only begotten Son. 
that whosoever believeth in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. If that doesn't put off the bulb and tell you that, yes, uh, that's the joy that I feel. That's the goodness that I feel. In John 15, 11, it says, These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. My goodness. Jesus' joy is within me. Yeah. If you're saved today, I ought to give you something to shout about. Jesus' joy is within you. The joy that He went as a sheep to the slaughter and was crucified, that love, that joy that He was put nailed to a cross, uh, uh, praise the Lord, that's what we got. That joy today. I'm glad that the joy that He gives us is... uh, You can't understand it. I don't get it sometimes. I don't get why bad things can happen sometimes and I'm just, I just about ready to go skip, skip around and have a good time. I'm just ready to smile, no matter what. And sometimes we face persecution, we, we face sicknesses. And, well, I got a bad prognosis at the doctor I done told you about. You know, uh, I look at it now and say, well, God's just going to show up anyway. It don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Gives me joy. Yeah. I needed to lose weight anyway. <laughs> Now I understand, I better. And I'm glad God's been with me and blessed me through that. I'm glad that God can show up and show out when He needs to, where He needs to, and give you joy that you do not understand. Ain't that good to know? Now my wife gives me joy, I understand. She'll hug up on me and she'll do things for me. And that's just that way it gives me happiness. But the joy that we get is from God. I'm glad that this joy that God's giving to us, and I really like the ending of verse 11 in John chapter 15. It says that your joy might be full. Full. It does not say that I'll give you a little bit. It doesn't say that I'm going to scatter the joy around and give a little here, give a little there, just like the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It isn't like He dumped a little here, a little there. He covered us up. And the joy that He gives us is joy that might fill us up. If you're lacking something this morning, Jesus can fill it up. We've talked about who is Jesus. He's prophecy fulfilled. Uh, He's the one that gives us a, a, a life. But I want you to know something. Who is Jesus? Jesus is the joy giver. This morning, if you want to be uh, not happy, but if you want to have joy, where you feel good every day that you wake up, where you feel peace, uh, even when you get bad news, when you feel love, even when you feel hated, that's Jesus. As they get a verse of some song ready this morning, will we take the joy that Jesus so readily wants to give us? Jesus wants to give us His joy. Joy that can't be filled. Joy from the Father. And I'm glad that if you want to have joy this morning, He'll give it to you. Yes, sir. He said, ask and you shall receive. Amen. I'm glad today that if you want joy, not happiness, not them old butterflies in your tummy, not that mm, new car smell. Mm-mm. I'm talking about that joy that says, I've got a home in heaven. I'm talking about that joy that says, I'm facing sickness, but if I die, I'm going to go to the throne room. Yeah. I'm talking about joy that says, no matter what I face, my God is bigger. Amen. I'm glad it's joy that says, no matter what you're going through, Jesus can hold your hand. Yes, sir. 
Yes, sir. I'm talking about joy that when you speak to an almighty God, He hears you. Yes, sir. I'm talking about joy that when you come to the church house and you need prayer, you got prayer warriors around you yes, that also believe in the same. That's the joy that I'm talking about. Who is Jesus to you this morning? I hope He's the joy giver. Ooh, I hope that you've got joy this morning. As we stand and sing, what